Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, Love Ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey y'all, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. Y'all, we are in August, it's hot, and we are still sweating. So make sure y'all have y'all Pedialyte, make sure y'all have y'all water, and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Before we get into this episode, Sunny D's gonna hit you with some info about our newsletter. Hey friends, can't get enough of Where's My Blueprint Podcast? Join our free VIP community for exclusive WNB content, including a brand new newsletter, bonus episodes, and so much more. You can sign up for free by clicking the VIP is a place to be button in our link tree in the bio of our Instagram at where's my blueprint pod. Can't wait to connect with you. And y'all know we got to pay these bills. So a word from our sponsor. If you are a business owner and looking for a way to create systems to help streamline your business, check out ICL Solutions. It is an online business strategy who specializes in creating systems for businesses. Use the code WMB to get a free 40-minute consultation. Okay, you guys. So for the either or, after the week online that most of us just had, um, I just need to know something very simple. Instagram or Twitter? Uh, Hey, y'all. Just introduce myself real quick. This is Tori, aka Soulful T, aka The Motivational Marketer, aka Your Soul Guide to Success. (laughs) Okay. And I am so happy to be joining these ladies again on the Where's My Blueprint podcast. And honestly, that's an easy one for me because I'm not a Twitter girl. I'm barely an Instagram girl, if you want to be real with it. But um, yeah, so it's going to have to be Instagram, Twitter. I just can't get, I can't get jiggy with Twitter. Like I can't keep up with it. It's just too much going on. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to say Instagram. That is funny. I am going to say second that with Instagram too. Twitter, I'm still learning Twitter, which sounds really bad, but I don't have a Twitter account. So how I watch and get my information from Twitter is when people send me tweets and then I'll just read them and then I have to click but I like Twitter so y'all don't change this where I can read the whole entire thread without having an account I like that because Instagram sometimes I'll be on somebody else's phone or a computer or something and it only show me like a couple reels or a couple um pictures before I do that pop up go ahead and log in you getting too much access or you got an account <laughs> So <laughs> I do like Instagram, but also Instagram, y'all do better because your algorithm is algorithming and it's all over the place. So do better. So I am solo dolo on this particular one because I choose Twitter and I'll tell you why. Black Twitter is the only reason why this app exists and the only reason why I stay on it because Black people can't take anything seriously. We bring all of the joy and all of the funny to everything that exists period. And the comedy that I receive, the chuckles, the belly laughs, the absolute joy and chaos that I receive from the people that are involved in Black Twitter is the reason why I keep my phone on and these apps downloaded, okay? (laughs) Twitter kills me. Also, a lot of the news, believe it or not, a lot of my up-to-date, like whether it be politics, whether it be news or things like that, I get from Twitter because a lot more publishers, journalists and stuff like that have very active Twitter accounts. So a lot of those things, they'll be live or a lot of those things they're covering. So there's a lot of information that I get from Twitter. There's a lot of BS information on Twitter. Yes. But there's a lot of legitimate information that I get on Twitter. So to keep me connected, because I don't watch the news like on TV, it's easy 
easier to connect with things in real time on Twitter than it is on Instagram. But for those of you, you two, that prefer Instagram, I'll give you some tea. There is an Instagram page called Black Twitter Threads. And all they do is just repost posts from Twitter, from Black people on Twitter. You can still be connected without being connected. When I tell you that's one of the best things to have on Instagram, you're welcome. Can you repeat that for the people in the back? Thank you. Well, please let me find it. Because they never fail to post the, the madness. Let's see. Black Twitter Threads. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, it is Black Twitter Threads. That's T-H-R-E-A-D-S, Threads. It has a little, the Twitter logo, but it has a black background is what the little symbol is called. And you won't regret it. Thank you. Thank you. I always can use a good tee-hee-hee, so I definitely appreciate that, okay, for the kicks and giggles of it all. Yes, when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's my, that's where my Black Twitter is on Instagram because that's the account I follow. <laughs> And they never fail. I'll be like on there all day and like just the thread. I can like watch one of them and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get off. And then I realize like an hour later, I'm still on this one account cracking up, reading probably the same post over and over and like crying, laughing because like Sunny D said, you know, we, we just find the humor and everything. So with that, y'all, she already introduced herself. So y'all heard that new voice. Yes, yes, yes. I cousin of the podcast. It's big. Um, Miss Tori Williams in the house with Soulful Media. Boop, 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 We in here. Yes, I am back. Yes. It's so good to be back with my cousins, my sisters, my own girls. Yes. What is up? Yeah, so we are excited to have you. We are going to go ahead and get into this quota right episode first. Okay. And then we are going to get into the meat and grit of this episode. So the quote of today is doing business without advertising is like winking at a girl in the dark. You know what you're doing, but no one else sees you by Stuart H. Britt. Okay. Um, that's somewhat accurate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Somewhat accurate. What was it again? Doing business without advertising is like winking to the girl and winking to a girl in the dark. You know she's there, but you're not sure like what she looks like, basically. Oh, you know what you're doing, but no one else does. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would say that too. But I would say mine. Like you winking in the dark and you think a girl's there, but you don't know what she looked like. Because when you are having your business and either you're advertising you're not advertising who is going to know about what you have to offer you know what I'm saying and so when it's like yeah she could be ugly she could be cute she could be pretty you don't know you're winking in the dark sir turn the light on get some clarity on that thing so that's I, I like that quote but I just like to flip it and switch it up a little bit because that's just what I do but yeah what you think Sunny D girl I mean this is a life lesson put some clarity on that thing okay write that down <laughs> because I feel like we move in as adults a lot of the times without that clarity we just out here winging it and not knowing what we're doing and doing all the wrong things because we don't have a focus and we don't have clarity on where it is that we're going and why we are where we are so message um as far as this quote goes this tickled me because i've definitely had feelings where i'm doing something and i'm like i mean i know what i'm doing (laughs) nobody else knows that i exist why because i haven't told anybody like how are you expecting to have success in businesses or success in any hobby that you're doing or whatever if nobody knows that that thing that you're doing exists. Like, you have to be seen. That's the whole point of advertising. That's the whole point of marketing is being presentable. So turn the lights on. I love both of that, both of what y'all said, especially when you said put some clarity on that thing. All I thought was that James Brown, get up, get on up. Come on, get up, get on up. Put on the light, get on up. Go advertise, get on up. Did you do your marketing? Get on up we don't know you get on up <laughs> girl you got me correct up. you made a whole song <laughs> leave it to nakai to a put anything in a song b to change the lyrics of existing songs because she don't know what the lyrics are and just to plug in whatever fits in whatever it is that she's talking about those two things you can count on and it works it works like you made a jingle <laughs> Put some clarity on that thing. Always inspired by my two lovely ladies on here. 
I really like this quote because I basically kind of summing up what y'all said is that like what's done in the dark has to come to light, but it won't come to light specifically with business until you're you put it in the light, right? And so, like Sunny D said, I could be working on this multi-million dollar business, but if nobody knows what I'm doing, I'm just doing this for fun. So I love that because y'all have gotten us into this episode. So audience, as y'all can hear today, we are talking because it is African American Business Month, and we do have a beautiful African American female-owned business owner on our podcast today. And so we are going to be talking about the importance of marketing your business. Because if no one knows you, how do we know you? Like, how am I supposed to buy from you besides you sending me a text message to say, I started a business, can you buy? Well, what's the business? (laughs) What am I buying? Who are you? (laughs) So... I know she already introduced herself before, but we're going to give her the floor to introduce herself again, but also get us on into marketing. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for, again, for inviting me back to y'all podcast, to y'all palace, you know, where y'all have real conversations. Uh, But yes, again, my name is Tori, also known as Soulful T, motivational marketer, and your soul guide to success. I help women find clarity and purpose in their business business and align that with what it is that's supposed to be doing. And then also help them with the business strategy. Let's put some actual steps and plans in place for you to succeed. So I help them with the life and with the business. Like we we putting it together so we can have that balance. So, so yes, my business is social media. And let's talk about marketing because like you said, like if you don't put your business out there, how is anyone going to know what you have to offer, who you are, what you stand for? And that's pretty much the brand and butter of your whole entire business, right? It's like, okay, you have this great idea. You just know that your product or service will solve all these issues for people. But if you're not putting out there, these people's problems aren't getting solved. You're actually not doing them any good by keeping it from them and not putting it out there. Yeah, I know there's introverts. Yeah, I know there's people that don't really like, don't really like to be like, put themselves out there in their business. And there's different types of ways that you can market yourself even without putting your face out there. And we can talk about that a little later. But yeah, I actually want to talk to y'all about a little program that I'm working on. Y'all ex- y'all exclusive right now. Y'all exclusive VIP. All right. Y'all get VIP prime value. <laughs> No, but for real, I, I've been working on this because I was like, okay, yes, it's the content. Content, content, content is king and queen, right? We all know that we hear that a lot. But what is your content even about? What is it saying? Who is it speaking to? And I feel like that's the disconnect when it comes to businesses, small businesses, anyone just getting started, putting your message out there and actually having it resonate with the right people, with your people, with your tribe and with your audience. And so the new program that I I'm working on it that I started is called adding soul to your marketing. Add soul to your marketing. It is basically about adding your authentic voice, adding your purpose, your values, who you are, and, and just put it, it all within your message so people can know exactly what they're signing up for when it comes to you, your business, and your brand. And it's actually the acronym. It's actually an acronym and we're gonna we're gonna break it down. Okay. We're gonna break it down. Are y'all ready? Any any questions? Any questions? Okay. I have a quick question. What is content? Because I hear, oh, you need content, 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 content. But what is, what is content? Content. I feel like that was the word that meant something different way, way back in the day. And then like in the early 2000s, when like social media really started to pop, they just took that word and made it something totally different. So content in today's age is, no, content is basically graphics, text, and uh, videos, audio, a message that you're putting out there to the airways for people to basically consume, okay? You're putting out information for people to consume. And that can be any form, right? That can be podcasts like we're doing right now. That can be video. That can be blogging. I mean, there's different ways that you can actually create content. But right now that I say content is king because anyone that's trying to start a business in 2023, you have to be online creating your message 
message via content, okay? You like you you have to use content as a vehicle to get your message to the right people. Thank and you. so yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh so yeah, let's get started. Let's get started in what adding soul is, adding soul to your marketing. And I'm not saying just soul like oh, your inner being even though you should have that in there too. That's very important. But I'm saying soul as in the makings of your message, the makings of what you want your audience to know about your business. So the S, uh, the S stands for synergy. Are y'all familiar with that word? Synergy. It's like energy, but synergy. It's so funny because I uh, actually learned this word for the first time in high school from my, who was he? Uh, my color guard coach, my color guard coach. I was in color guard and he was fierce, baby. Nobody, nobody messed with him. Okay. His name was Charlie. Okay. He was like the daddy, uncle, mama of us all. He got us all together. It was great. <laughs> so Charlie was like, he wanted us to all work together, right? We're all in this big color guard team and we're also performing with the band. And so he wanted us to work together. He wanted us to be formed in one like motion and all kind of work off each other's energy. And so he's like, it's called synergy. And so when, how that regards to business is that it has to be a combined effort of you and what you're trying to achieve and the people that you're actually trying to serve coming together, having synergy. Okay. So it's like, you can't, you don't start a business by yourself. Can't do it all by yourself. You need customers. A business with no customers is an idea, a hobby, a fun, a fun thing to do on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? Like you need customers, you need repeat customers, you need loyal customers, you need people that actually going to support your brand. And not in, in order to do that, you have to get like this trust from them, right? You get this trust from them. So they know who you are, they know who you represent, they support you, they're going to spread your message to others. And it's just going to start to spread like wildfire. But you got to have that synergy. And that comes with creating a message that resonates with them speaking their language, right? Your core values, uh, matching up with them. Now I want to ask y'all a question and, and I, I really want to know if y'all have, if not, then y'all can think on it. If you were to have three core values for yourself, what would those three core values be? I'm just interested to know. And so I just recently came up with mine. So that's why I'm asking this. So it's so funny you say this because I love Brene Brown. That's my girl. Like now. you're close to her. So you have access to her. <laughs> Because she's in Houston. Oh, um, is she? Okay. Mm -hmm. She teaches at University of Houston. Um, oh, I didn't know that. That's nice. Girl, yes. So she had, so in one of her books, I forgot which book, I think it was Dare to Lead. Maybe it was Dare to Lead. Either way it goes. It's one of her books I just read. And she actually has like almost, I think it's like 60 to 80 values. And she asked you to circle your top 20. And then out of your top 20, circle your top 10. Out of your top 10, circle your top five. Out of your top five, circle your top three. And so I just did this and- um, my top three were gratitude, service, and faith. Yes, I can definitely see that. I can feel that from you. I like those values. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever sat down and, and intentionally, intuitively thought about like my core values. I generally know, but this is my homework. I'm taking this with us and I'm writing notes. This is my homework. I need to find this list. So that I can figure that out. Because again, we need to get some clarity up in that thing. And this definitely gives me the vibes that this will help with some things that's kind of cloudy. And you know what I mean? You got to see through the clouds. It's been real cloudy down here. It's been muggy like a mofo. We need we need some some clarity on it. I'm about to, this is my homework. I'm going to need that. Mm-hmm. That makes me excited. You know, I love to come with homework. Give y'all excitement. So yes, give y'all a little assignment so y'all can do and bring back. And just, you know, sit on a resonated for a little bit and just see how that, you know, helps you get clarity, like you were saying, Sunny D, and just kind of help you define that path a little bit more. And so, so yeah, so my actual core values are authenticity, wisdom, and creativity. Those are the three that uh, represent me personally and also my, my business, social media. And so everything that I do, I want to make sure that I am coming from an authentic place. I'm always being creative and having different creative ideas to get the message out there and wisdom. I feel like I am a temple of wisdom and I want to spread that knowledge to women, to men, to children, whoever can use it and get the seeds and plant it and grow it. That's what I'm all about. That's what social media is all about, right? We want to help people and help people grow and get them from the places that they're at. So yes, core values. It has to 
read into your business. So, so think about that. Think about that. So let's see here. The next one we got on the list is O and that's for originality. We got to be original people. I know everybody want to do stuff like everybody else. And yeah, it's trendy, right? It actually does kind of work sometimes, but that's not authentically you. You're not putting yourself out there. You're not showing yourself to the world and the audience. And people can tell. They know when you capping. Look, look, they know when you're not being real and true to yourself. You're just trying to do something like everybody else to get a bag. Come on now. Come on now. No, we got to stay original. We got to stay true to ourselves. And and that's what's really going to draw in your tribe. That's what's really going to draw in the people that are rocking with you, that are for you, right? You have that originality. Sometimes you can maybe take some ideas from here and there and flip it, you know, switch it up, add your own spice on it. And that's fine. But don't just copy someone's whole entire swag, basically, <laughs> and, and and make it your own. No, be original. Come out with your own stuff. Come out with your, your own campaigns, your own ideas. And that's really going to attract the type of people you want in your business and in your life. So next one, let's go to the U. So we got S-O-U. The U is understanding. What I need from you is understanding. Okay, okay, okay. Gotta get background. Mm. Understanding is funny. <laughs> Yes, yes. Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? Understanding. You need to understand your audience, understand their pain points, understand what it is that they need. Okay. It's like sometimes we we miss the mark because we like, well, I know they they need this and they need this. Have you asked them? Have you actually asked them? Reached out to your audience, reach out to different groups that you're involved in. Actually see what these people are struggling with so you can craft or service or product around it. Yeah, what's up, Nikkei? What's a pain point? And I say that because I feel like a lot of people say that when they're talking about business, like, don't, you got to start a business, but it has to, you need to address this pain point, pain point. And I'm like, what the hell is a pain point? Because my pain point (laughs) may be different than your pain point, but I don't know what a pain point is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's a really good question. Pain point is is really that point of pain, if you want to get direct with it, of your target audience, the, the issues, the problems, that they're having, the issues that they're struggling with, literally things that are bringing them pain, things that are keeping them up at night, things that they can't sleep about, or yeah, they, they can't sleep, you know, financial things, how to how to make this money by tomorrow, all right? <laughs> that part, right? <laughs> You know, and just like when they're when they're up at night. Actually, fun fact, y'all. Fun fact: the best way to really get into an audience that has serious need for something, and they're actually looking for something to buy to help them solve that problem and issue right away, is marketing at night, marketing overnight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This is because the people that are up at night on their phone scrolling are looking for something. They're looking for something. Whether they're scrolling and they're watching videos mindless, they see those ads. They see those ads and a lot of people actually purchase things from those ads. And I actually got this from Neo. Neo, was it Neo? Neo Maya? Neo Maya the Great? Yeah, he actually talked about this on Social Food Podcast. He said he run ads overnight all the time and that's where he gets like most of his uh, purchases and, and profits because people are looking for solutions, right? They're looking for solutions. So if they're up at night looking like, man, I need to make some money or man, how can I make this business type or man, I need some ideas. They're up looking for solutions and they're willing to buy. It don't matter that their phone is all the way downstairs. Hey, I didn't got up in the middle of the night, okay? And went downstairs and got my wallet to put in <laughs> Yes, I understand. I tell you, I did because sometimes you just be needing it late in the midnight hour. Okay, okay. late in the midnight hour, some long time work it out. <laughs> work it together. We gonna out. get you that wallet. Work it out. Get you that advertisement. Work it out. We got it too. Ooh. Work it okay, out. Okay, I'ma step off and get it, it back to you. <laughs> Girl, I love you. I love you. We don't do this all through the episode. Keep the music interludes coming, period. But yes, yeah, Sunny, Sunny, what you got, girl? 
So a lot of what you're saying kind of leads into the real importance of market research, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know I haven't had a lot of experience as far as what that even entails. How do you market research? Who am I supposed to ask? Like, do I put a poll up on my story? Like, what does that look like as far as like the actuality of doing the market research to figure out the pain point? and see what people's issues are and problems that they are looking to resolve. What does that look like? Yes, yes. And that's a good question too, because sometimes people don't know where to start, especially if you're starting from zero or if you don't have an audience, like how are you supposed to ask your audience questions about what their problems are if you don't even have an audience? So that's a really good question. But nowadays with so many resources and just so much information, like you can, you can, you can literally start anywhere. So there's different forums online with different types of group, different niches, and different um, places where these people gather, right? And also, you can go to a website called answerthepeople.com or askthepublic.com. Askthepublic.com is that one. And actually, so you can put in your target market, you can put in keywords, and basically, it'll show you what your target market is searching for. It'll show you everything, like how to start a business, how do I add this, how do I do this, what is what is small business marketing? What's the best platform? And so it gives you a basis of kind of where you can start your foundation of content, right? And what you can see what your target audience is actually looking for. And you also like can join Facebook groups, join TikTok, right? Look, I am a new found person at TikTok. I used to really not like it at all. And I still have my feels about it, but it, 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 it can be resourceful, okay? When it want to be. All right. It can be resourceful. It has good information on there. So I use that too for market research. See what hashtags people are using because some of these marketers are giving the gameplay away for the free ski every day. You feel me? They be giving the game away, which they should as they should, right? We're not gatekeeping no more, right? We're not gatekeeping. We're not holding back no information. So people got to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. No, tell the information because guess what? They're still extra steps they're still gonna have to go they're still gonna have to go extra steps is that that's just the little bit of the tip of the iceberg if they actually use the information so yeah there's different places where you can do market research for your target audience see where they gather in see what they post in use those resourceful uh uh websites and just search just search honestly and just start creating content around that you'll start getting some feedback really quickly. Is it getting likes? Is it getting views? Is it getting comments? No? Okay, well, maybe that's not one of their pain points. Maybe that's not something that they're focusing on right now. Maybe that's not something they're struggling with. But eventually, you'll hit something that hit home, and then someone will comment like, ooh, girl, like, yes, that really hit home. Like, I'm really feeling that. You're like, bingo! Gang! Gang! (laughs) You just start gathering all of that data to start creating products and services based on these uh, the feedback that they're giving you. Okay. I think I found what you're referring to, Tori, is answerthepublic.com. Mm-hmm, I did mm-hmm. not know that this was a thing that existed. Like, mm-hmm. hence the reason for my original question. I didn't know this was a thing that existed. This is great to have a, a platform like this where you could do searches and actually do some insightful research. Yes. Okay. Listen, we all know at this point, if you don't know, the theme of this episode is get some clarity up in that thing. Get some listen, clarity on that thing. Okay. This is so this is so freaking helpful. I'm looking at this right now. This is helpful AF. I'm going to be all up in this website. Come on now. Come on now. Yes. Yes. When I discovered it, so I actually followed the the creator of it. his name's Neil Patel. He's like a well-known digital marketer. I try to apply it to his company too, but neither here nor there. But um, but yeah, uh yeah, he's he's a big deal in the uh digital marketing space and he has this tool for free. You can purchase it for a premium and get even more in-depth data, but just what you see right there, it's like you can work with that. You can work with that. Yeah. Put that one in your toolbox. There you go. All right. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Now we're down to the last letter of adding soul to your marketing. We did the S, we did the O, we did the U. Now we at the L. And what y'all think the L is? Just just guess. Can I have two guesses? Listen or learn? Oh, no. 
Uh, no, sorry, sorry, not it. No, but just think about think about my my company and what I represent and what I've talked about thus far. Okay, hear me out. I'm pretty sure it's not lunch. <laughs> Sunny, That's- are you hungry, ma'am? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I am. I'm going to go with love. Yeah. Yes, it's the second one, love, but you can stick around to lunch if you want to. Hey, it's your recipe. Make it how you want. But I love lunch. Okay. Okay. Add lunch in there. Add lunch in there. I'm a brunch girl myself, but hey. So listen, yes, it is love. Adding love, love, love. Don't forget about the love. And that may sound cliche, but honestly, no. Put the love in your marketing. Show the people that you actually care about what you do, right? And that you're passionate about it and they'll feel that and they would, you know, eventually give that back to you, right? Like it's about like leading with love and genuinely caring about the well-being of your customers, generally caring about what it is that 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 your products and service is going to help them with. For example, right? If you have if you have a natural hair uh, product line and you want to showcase the features and, you know, showcase the different benefits of it, maybe highlight how the, highlight how if you have, or was that alopecia? If you have alopecia and you use this, you will no longer be stressed, right? Like you will start loving yourself again. You will start liking what you see in the mirror. It's like tapping into the emotion side of people. Like don't just tell them what you're selling, give them that feeling of what they're going to receive once they purchase your products or service. They're going to feel that love that you put in it. And I've felt that in certain products. I've felt that in certain things that I purchased from, you know, people I admire and just people that are doing great things. Like I can tell that they've made this with some care and some actual intention. So lead with love always, always. I just want to say thank you for that because that makes so much sense. Um, I'm just thinking of like all the books and stuff I've read of like one starting with your why by Simon Sinek that just tells me like he says you never no one's going to purchase until they understand your why Mm, mm -hmm. and then how you just said you have some products and things that you just go hard for I think of like my favorite if y'all don't know yet y'all know by now is Pink Lomaine and she's in Houston too so she got her own studio there so go visit buy some products and know matter of fact need to do an affiliate uh pink lomaine i need you to kind of sponsor my podcast so i can get some um paintings we can do an even exchange hey put it out there sponsorship for um a painting i'm okay with that (laughs) um but I love her specifically because of her message and because like I've seen her grow. But like you said, I see the love that she does in her artwork. And like when I had a chance to meet her when she came to Dallas, like first of all, that was like the best day of my life um, so far. Not so, not forever, but so far because um, we're going to be friends. But even like seeing her teaching us how to paint and everything, like you see her passion. You see her love of what she does, but her basic and her why is to empower women and now she's tapping into man stuff too but to really empower women to love themselves to be empowered and know that you can uh, conquer the world you just have to believe in yourself and love yourself and that just made that makes so much sense like well that's the why I love you and when you said that it was like a great like a light bulb moment clarity thank you in that thing clarity yes yes I gotta check her out I gotta check her out and like go to one of her classes and just kind of check out her work yeah I want to get more expressive into art and creating in that way. I don't really do the painting thing too much. It's a little dirty, but I want to explore it. I'll explore it. (laughs) But yeah, you're exactly right. Leading with love, putting your love in your products, putting your love in whatever it is that you do and just letting that overflow into, you know, your relationships, into your customers, into even into the systems that you build. Okay. You got to put some love in that thing because you're going to be really annoyed of late at night trying to put your business together, put these workflows, do these email templates. Uh, you're going to be frustrated. So you better love that thing. Okay. Okay. 
So, so yeah, that is me wrapping up adding soul to your marketing. I feel like it would just add so much clarity and intention in what you do. And it just gives you a foundation of how to start building your marketing strategy, your, your content plan, whatever that looks like for you and your business, like at least gives it a foundation for you. Mm -hmm. So as you know, I'm a newbie marketing. I'm a newbie in the business space. Right. And as a black woman marketing, I feel like sometimes I'm getting this, I guess like what I'm trying to say, I'm getting this view of like, oh, my marketing has to be sexy or I have to like sell sex to sell what I'm doing. And so I struggle with that because I'm like, well, what we talking about, yes, involves sex because it's adulting. And I mean, adults have sex and not just that, but as a woman, you just want to feel sexy, but there's other components to what we're doing. So my question is, should marketing be sexy? And if so, what would, what does that look like? Well, when, when it comes to making your marketing sexy, or if it should be sexy, the question you really should ask yourself, is that true to me and my brand? Is that true to who I am and how I present myself on a every regular day basis? Is that how I roll? You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing wrong with having sensuality and, um, you know, having that, that extra element within your marketing. And so it can be more enticing, you know, at having that feminine genesis while like if you're a woman yes of course by all means add that in there but make it your own you know and I feel like women and black women or anyone in business period shouldn't be pressured by how they feel the competition or just others are marketing their business because what they're doing may not be for you like their lane is their lane yours is yours okay focus on your path right and so I feel like you can be sexy you can have enticing um, tone and a unique voice in your marketing that's that really caters to your brand. But don't get out of pocket. Don't get out of line. Stay true to you. You know, stay true to you. That's what I say about it. Because honestly, my marketing isn't sexy. Like, who am I... <laughs> who am I trying to attract? I got a man. Wait, but wait a minute. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to be that appealing, but I want to stay, I do want to stay true to myself and um, be confident in my femininity and be confident in presenting my sexuality when I want to, but it don't have to be every day and in all my polo. You said the word branding. I've been hearing this tossed around in the world too. You know, you got a, your brand, you got a brand. Oh, you got a market, but you're branding. Like is marketing the same as branding or is branding... Or let me rephrase, sorry. Is marketing the same as branding? Or is marketing the umbrella and brand branding is under it? Or are we our own brand? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the difference. <laughs> that you confusing me. Wait a minute. Okay. So marketing and branding is different. Marketing is kind of like an umbrella for branding, but branding is its own subset. Branding still needs to be done kind of before marketing is done because branding is putting that awareness together about your business, who you, who you, uh, who you are, what you represent. And it's more than just like logos and colors. It's more than that. It's like the essence of you, right? So it's like when we walk around and we wear our clothes, we're more than our clothes, right? We're, we're more than just the things we have on the outside. So branding is like imprinting certain things, those values, that mission, um, what you stand for, and then add the colors and the, the cute things in there too. But it's it starts at the core of you telling everybody, this is my brand. This is what we do. This is what we stand for. This is my message. And like I said, it goes with the awareness and letting people know who you are as a brand. Now, when it comes to marketing, you market that brand, you share that brand, right? So branding is more about who you are and marketing is more about doing something for that brand, putting that brand out there. That's a good question. Though. That is a very good question. I don't 
think there's been a, at least from what very limited in the grand scheme of my life in the grand scheme of this whole marketing advertising world, I haven't had a whole lot of experience in really identifying what the two are, or even people that I know that are in business that also know the separation between the two, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So just based off of what you just now shared with us, Tori, I broke it down like this. Branding is what is your message? Mm -hmm. The marketing is who's seeing this message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're right on point. Does that make sense? Okay, fantastic. Mm -hmm. I had to simplify it for my brain because that's how my brain works. We know and we see how Nakai's brain works. We hear it (laughs) in the interludes, but I just wanted to share my two cents. But I think that that is just, I mean, it's probably an oversimplification of the definition between the two, but I think it helps kind of start to grasp the idea that they are two separate things, that they are two separate things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be really helpful for us individually, like with our own individual businesses and Mm -hmm. with what we do with this project, you know, with with this project, with this podcast. I think that's Mm -hmm. very helpful in really identifying and putting the language behind these two words that seem to be interchangeable in a lot of your business conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial conversations. They seem to be interchangeable a lot. And the reality is they're not. I think this kind of helps define what that is and and what that looks like. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question because they are different and it's important for you to know the difference because you think you got a logo and you got colors and your pictures and stuff are cute. Oh, oh, you branding, you marketing, you doing the dang thing. Like not, not quite. You just kind of piecemeal some stuff together and trying to make a business out of it. That's not a business. No, you got to have a whole brand strategy, brand identity, just kind of breaking it down to the nitty gritty. So there's no confusion about what it is that your brand looks like. So anybody can identify it anywhere based off your your message, based off your tone, based off your image, you know, like that is your brand. That's who the business is. It's like the personality for the business. I'm sorry. It's like the personality for the business. Yeah. I love that. It's like the personality for the business. So if we have a personality for the business, how are we making people aware of our business or promoting our business. And then is promotion and awareness two different things? They can kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Promotion, promotion kind of goes with you amplifying your message or amplifying a message or whatever it is that you have going on that you want to communicate. But awareness is, it's, it's similar, but it's like you're making someone aware of you. And that's why there has a section in the marketing when it's brand awareness. Make your target audience aware of you, aware of your brand. So you're not necessarily promoting yourself like you are, but it's more like, I want you to know who I am. I want you to know what we do. And this is usually like in a ramp up phase of a new company or business or project or whatever. It's like you have to put the brand awareness out there first so people can even know who you are, right? You can't just start promoting products and I do this, I sell that, I do this. Like, well, who are you? And what do you bring to the table? What value do you bring? And so brand awareness comes first where you're making your target audience aware of who you are. And then once they're aware, then you can promote your business and promote your services. But that's after the nurture. So I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. It's, 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 it's a funnel. It's a funnel to it, right? So it's like at the top is brand awareness. That's the top of the funnel. That's how you get them in. The second one is nurture. You have to nurture them, continue to send them messages, continue to send them value, continue to show them that you are worth being in their inbox. Basically, you are worth being on their feed. And then after that, it becomes of, okay, make them a customer, make them a client, you know, make them, get them to purchase something of yours. And after that, make them a repeat customer, a loyal customer. And that's what comes in retention and um, and keeping clients and having them coming back. So that's kind of like the funnel, like a basic way of the marketing funnel. But, but yeah, that's, that's 
that's the flow. That's the flow of it. But the brand awareness is right at the top. Thank you for that. So my question is, you said nurture them, keep them coming back. How do you do that? Like, is there a tool that you can use? Like, if so, what is that tool if there are any out? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of tools, automation tools out there that you can do to automate the nurturing process. But it's also important to have this this marketing funnel that I'm mentioning as a full strategy, like make this part of your strategy. So it's not something that you are having to guess or having to do on the fly each day. Just make it all part of your plan. So for the top of the funnel, we got a brand awareness when they're coming into your world, basically into your business. Maybe they seen a a content that you post online, right? Maybe they uh, seen a video, seen an ad. That's brand awareness. Now they clicked on it. Now they're in there. They're in your algorithm. They're going to be seeing all your stuff. It's going to be popping up everywhere. So this is where it comes to the nurturing. So now they're starting to see more of your content. They're starting to get more of your emails. And some of those tools that you can use, uh, CRM tools, are y'all familiar with it? Uh, MailChimp. Uh, well, MailChimp is one of the tools that you can use to um, to make workflows and automations. Um, another one is ConvertKit. Another one is Kajabi. Like there's so many different tools that you can use. And then the one that I use right now, which is my newfound love, which is high level. And it's like a CRM all in one. You can create websites, you can create workflows, you can do emails, SMS, do your social media, do everything, child. You can just do everything from one place. And so when you create these workflows, they add automation. So you automatically nurture, you automatically nurture. So, oh yeah, so a CRM, actually for those who may not know what a CRM is, it's the Customer Relationship Management System. So it's a place where you house all of your leads, your customers, anyone that um, has engaged with your business, you keep all that in one place. So you can easily send out campaigns, you can easily reach out to them and send them offers. So a CRM is where you house all that information. And so for me, I'm just thinking like CRM sounds like a very complicated tool, especially if you're not tech savvy or you're mm-hmm. trying to, and I say this, like, especially if you're trying to build a business by yourself. So you are the marketer, you are mm-hmm. the promoter, you are the brand, mm-hmm. you are creating content, you are the synergy and the soul mm-hmm. of your whole entire business. And you said this one tool will can be automated and help out. It sounds like this one tool can be automated and help out this business owner a lot. So my yes. question is, what's your favorite one? And how do you utilize this in your marketing strategy? Awesome. Awesome. That's a that's a great question. And this is good to know for new business owners, business owners that may have been in business for a while, but kind of doing the traditional way and not really online. So this is something that is beneficial for all business owners to know and understand. So you need a CRM to house all of your new and current customer and client information, right? We want to be organized when it comes to that. And so platforms like MailChimp is one of my favorite because it's free. Okay. We love a free, we love a free ski. Okay. We love a free plan. All right. So it gives you, and but and it's really basic too. It gives you everything that you need. It has basic steps. It's not super complicated. You can easily make campaigns. You can easily create workflows. Um, they also have sign up forms. You can create landing pages. And it's not like the most advanced, you know, technology, but it's enough to get you started for sure. It's enough to get you started. So I would definitely say I would start off with MailChimp, but if you want to go a little step further, if you've been doing this thing for a while and you have a little knowledge about some tech savvy, because some of the systems, they really make them easy now. Like they don't make it too complicated. And there's a lot of YouTube videos and just a lot of help articles and um, information out there to teach you how to do it. Um, That's what it is this day and age. We got to teach ourselves how to do this thing. Hello, where's my blueprint? We're creating it ourselves every day. Hey. We created it. So, so yeah, definitely research, research, research. But the next one that I love, and I'm probably biased because 
supporter, but um, it's a uh, uh, go high level, go high level. They're taking over. So if you're more advanced and you want to, and you don't mind investing, right? Investing in your marketing, investing in your business systems. I would definitely look into go high level. They're all in one marketing plan. So not only are they a CRM, like I was telling you, like you can keep all the customer information there, but they're a marketing platform. So you actually can create content, schedule your content, send out emails, send out automation. Someone sign up to a lead form on your Facebook, it goes into your high level account. You can follow up with them and have a whole nurturing workflow, sending them things automatically without you doing nothing and you just set it up on time. That's what we're trying to get to. Okay. So it is definitely more robust. There's so many different things going on within it. It's just growing every day, but things like that is what's going to take new entrepreneurs and business owners to the next level because they're putting organization and putting their business out there online correctly. They're putting it as a priority. That's what that looks like to me. It's like, if you're signing up to this, you want your business to be on point and come and bring the best. So those are the two platforms that I recommend. Okay. So I thank you. And I know that you have created a beautiful webinar where I actually was able to watch it and I'm like, yes, this is helping me get the understanding of MailChimp. And I know you have it available um, for purchase on your website. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all, I just want to say everybody out there listening, please, please, please go purchase that because that was like for us and our business was one of the best purchases we made. Mm-hmm. So FYI on that. And then my random brain, because I y'all throwing shade on my brain today. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sunny D. <laughs> I think we live in a world that's like you said earlier, information overload. Mm-hmm. And in this world of information overload, you're getting advertisement at night because you're going to get your wallet because now you're buying some from Neo. And during the day when you are like, oh, I just want to scroll during work and I'm getting bombarded with all this information, even as a new business owner or new business, how do you stay relevant in an overly saturated world of information and businesses now? Because I feel like they popping up left and right. Who child? Mm, 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 mm. Don't we all want to know? Okay. <laughs> no, it's like, no, it is so much going on. How can you keep up? with everything and try to make sure you're staying relevant, staying in front of, you know, the hot topics and somehow tying it into your business and, you know, making it relevant. So, so people do that all the time and there's no, no rag or no diss against people who look for like trending topics. They see what's going on. They see um, the new celebrity blog gossip and they talk about it within their business and their branding. And somehow they talk tie it in. But if it's not aligned, it just looks off. It just looks like that wasn't the right message you should have been sending. Right. And so I don't try to stay up all and all the trends and everything, the dances. And uh, I don't, I don't try to do all of that. Okay. I stay in my lane. Right. But I, I do stay relevant with the things that are going on within my niche. Right. Like that is important. You should always know what's going on within the industry of your niche. So for example, oh God, there's so much different things that are going on today. But for example, if you're in an Airbnb business and you're renting and you're flipping apartments and condos and you're trying to do, you know, this high glamorous business that we all see and they try to make it seem like it's so easy. Oh yeah, just flip an Airbnb, rent it out. You make so much money. Okay. (laughs) You know, okay. All right. And, you know, you're you're in this business, but you also need to know what the housing market looks like right now. What is the the economic state of the people? Are they vacationing? Are they going out? You know, and if they're not, you can make that part of your content and talk about what is going on. Why has there been a downturn in in vacationing and people going out? What is going on and make it relevant so that people can be like, okay, like, no, I don't want to maybe rent from your Airbnb right Airbnb Airbnb right now. But because you're kind of staying up on the dates and what's going on, I'm going to keep following you, right? Like, I'm going to keep following you because you're giving me valuable information. That's staying relevant within your niche, okay? So bring value that 
that's relevant and could be trendy, but to the audience that you know that it, they'll care about it, you know? So, so that's just my piece on trying to stay relevant. I know there's different ways and a lot of different things going on that people put themselves out there, but it's like stay in your lane and, and again, don't get out of pocket, okay? Don't get out of pocket. Stay in your lane. See what it is that's important to your target audience and speak on that. I love that you said stay in your lane. Side note, there's a song by, I think her name is Melody, Melanie Brene, Melanie, Melanie Brene, something like that. Mm. But she has a song called Stay in Your Lane or Stay in My Lane or something like that. And it's so cool because it's like a hip hop opera type of thing. Mm. Yes. Well, it'll be in the blog, but I'll send it to you personally. But when you said that, I just thought about like, it's so easy for us to change lanes real quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we're like, oh, I'm in this lane. I've been in this lane for a minute. It ain't working. We hop over to this one. Oh, this one's moving a little bit faster. But oh, I didn't even know it was a wreck up ahead. So Listen. now I'm hopping to another one. Oh, now this is traffic. Let me try to hop all the way three lanes, kind of like these crazy drivers be doing to exit the whole entire time. Like you said, if you would have stayed in your lane, you would have gotten to the place faster, right? And I don't want to say faster, but right on time for you. And so with that, I want to ask you, what's the one thing that you would leave to our audience about marketing, branding, anything like that? One starter tip. One starter tip. And I think this probably just would sum up everything that we've been talking about here today on this episode. And it's just get some clarity on that thing. Okay. And also stay true to you. Just stay true to you and 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 your true authentic self. Like stay true to that. And that will attract the people that you need to help build your brand, build your business, help you be successful. I know it gets hard sometimes in the beginning. Listen, I know it gets dark. It gets dark. It gets dark alone in those nights. Okay. On all you got on you is the light of the laptop just looking at you like, now what you gonna do? Now what you gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I know y'all feel me out there. So it does get, (laughs) it gets rough and hard sometimes. But as long as you have that light, that clarity of why you're doing it, you know, who you're doing it for, how will it make them feel? What will you feel like seeing someone being successful for something that you created? What, what kind of joy does that give you? Think about all these things when you're adding soul into your marketing, okay? We have to think about how it's going to affect the other person. And, and guess what? We're creators. We're creators just like our creator. We can create every single day and not just physical things. We can create intangible things like emotion, emotions that we want to invoke on our customers and clients. We want them to feel joy. We want them to feel peace. We want them to feel released. Like all this intention goes in when you're creating your marketing plan, when you're creating that brand message. Just just stay true to you and put some clarity on that thing. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it and (laughs) I love it. And y'all with that, she summed it up. But um, before we transition to Moments of Melanation, Nate is going to hit y'all with a question for y'all about topics. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too. At to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know we keep it popping hot out there here, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at where'smyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at where'smyblueprintpod.com. And so now we're going to transition to our one of our favorite segments. Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting. Y'all, so have y'all ever used the deodorant secret? And Mm -hmm. so you know that the tagline strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Guess who created that? Drum roll, please. Carol Williams, a black woman. A black woman? A black woman. Yes, come through. And not only that, uh, the Pillsbury Doughboys giggle. That. (laughs) (laughs) She created that too. 
a black woman. And I love this because before becoming the owner of the largest, get this, largest independently owned African-American agency in not Texas, not Cali, but in the U.S. of A. Girl, the U.S. of crazy A. Mm. Mm. Wow. Carol Williams was the first, the first, the first female and African-American creative director and VP at Leo Burnett. She also served as VP at FCB San Francisco. This lady is a pioneer. Like, I'm getting so excited because she's just that amazing right now. (laughs) But from mad Black men to Black Lives Matter, her advertising, she's an advertising legend. She is one of the most amazing in her field. She is her website. If y'all ever go, if y'all go to the website, we'll have the links in the blog, y'all. Like, if you see even her staff, her staff are all POCs. And I'm loving this because this lady is a pioneer, but not just a pioneer. She is a trailblazer because because of her, how many people has she brought behind her, right? But also in spite of criticism tied to her race and gender, because as we all know, if you're a woman, you can't do things as a man. Okay. Um, She preserved building her own legacy from the ground up and creating a name for herself. She um, was named the Advertising Hall of Fame's first African-American female creative director. Williams Multicultural Marketing Agency combined with her refined knowledge of brands, the media, the consumer behaviors helped change the world's perception of women's strength and the, and the African-American community. This lady has so many awards like 1978 Advertising Woman of the Year Award, 2001 Woman Entrepreneur of, Entrepreneur of the Year Award, 2020 New York Women of the uh, Women in Communications Matrix Award, 2020 Advertising Age Vanguard Award. Like this lady is amazing. And it's so interesting to me because I really love this because I think of, we always think of like, oh, we, because that's why I asked like, well, what is marketing? What is content? If I'm not wrong, like her marketing that woohoo, how we all remember that, that. <laughs> Is that the wrong boy? I feel like that's the Pillsbury Doughboy. Like you poke him in his little. Yeah, I think that's it. Woohoo. It's, yeah. it's close. It's close. <laughs> but it just, I I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that that. Came from a black a, woman. It was a, a, came from a woman in general, but B, mm-hmm. came from a black woman. And I'm like, I've heard that my whole life. Never knew that. That's amazing. No, keep going. Cause that was going to be my next question. Like, what do y'all think of her? Like this woman is a beast in my eyes. Like, I just want to meet her and shake her hand and tell her thank you like wow. one thank you just for the tagline made for a woman or made for some whatever her tagline was i just messed it up strong yeah. enough for a man made, made for, a, for woman. a woman yes mm-hmm. thank you y'all y'all know my brain brain <laughs> No, like, no, Carol is a force to be reckoned with. Like, I feel bad because, like, why did I not know about this lady before now? But I'm really happy that you was able to bless me with this knowledge because I'm on her website. And I'm like, okay, like, beautiful, Black, excellence everywhere, right? Like, this is how you come correct. This is how you set the standard, okay? Prestige, okay? This is beautiful. Like, I am so so happy that you just expressed to us today just how much she's done like how much our company's done and all the poc on here is popping it is poppington Like, give her her flowers now. Give her her flowers. She definitely deserves. She definitely deserves. A thousand percent. Like I said, I have never heard of this lady in my life. Okay. But we all know that we've heard of Pillsbury. We like, I use clinical strength secret. Okay. Like, is very much a part of my life. I like these Pillsbury biscuits and these croissants. Like, you know what I'm saying? They've been part of my life my whole life. And this is the thing about marketing that I love. Like the whole psychology behind it fascinates me to my core is something as simple as taglines. Something as simple as that weird ass giggle from this doughy little figure that be on all the packaging is so incredibly memorable and is so implanted into our livelihoods, childhoods, everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Most people, if you don't, you should. 
be putting on deodorant every day. Most people will bake a good biscuit from time to time or some croissants, but we love the croissants, right? We like to, to smash them out and make homemade pizzas. We like to do all the things. My husband cuts them up and puts them in, you know, chicken and dumplings. And stuff. Listen, we are all into the biscuits and the deodorant in this house. And we know those, we know those brands. We recognize those products because of these taglines and because of these very memorable pieces of branding. Like y'all don't think marketing is important. Y'all don't think this stuff is impactful. Okay. When I tell you this, we would have nothing if it wasn't for black people. Nothing. How many of y'all would be buying the biscuits if you didn't know homeboy laugh like that? Tell me. I want to know. We should do a poll because I bet you know what I bet you know that laugh. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Do you know the laugh of the other brands? I don't even know the other brands. What Are other, other brands, brands make biscuits? Thank you. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Great value. Great value. You don't count. <laughs> it's like that's that's the only other one I know. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I don't go to Walmart. So the fact that I even know that's a Walmart brand is just, I can't deal. But as far as like main brands like that, we know them because of the intentionality of their branding. And Black women have been doing the thing since day one. Like, come on, Miss Carol, please and thank you for getting these armpits together. Amen. But not only that, I'm loving that this company she founded was in 1986. 1986. That was before I was born. She's been too. doing it. She's she been doing it before we were it. on this earth besides well, she sunny d this. she true to this she's been doing but i think it's awesome because not only that like it even talks about how like she led and motivated more than five thousand employees over a 30-year career and has exceeded 30 million dollars in revenue during her high performance and growth periods like sis ain't here to play like she's coming with not only these taglines but these labs but also she can get your whole entire business and marketing like you said you need a strategic marketing plan in place to where you will be rememberable and i feel like um kind of something what sunny d said earlier of like so many black people don't get the recognition that they deserve and this is the reason why we created moments of melanation specifically for us is because we noticed that and we want to give them air their flowers and because like how i mean you tori and you sunny d both were like wait a black woman created this and it's like so there's so many black people who are doing big things that the public doesn't know about. And so Carol Williams, I give you all the flowers. I give you your flowers. I give you your chocolates. I give you some alcohol. I give you all the love, the positive vibes. Like, But I really just want to say thank you for creating this space because through this space, we have Tori. And Tori is going to be the next Carol Williams. Well, no, she's going to be the only Tori Williams. Exactly. I'll take that. But I am happy to walk in her path and um, just do half of the things that she's already accomplished. Like you said, given our uh, melanated uh, brothers and sisters, their flowers now is important. They need to know how much they have impacted not only our community, but the whole nation. Like you're leaving a legacy and these are the type of people that we should be looking up to and helping us figure out our path when it comes to successful and building up our Black community. Oh, I agree. And with that, thank you, Carol. Carol. That <laughs> sounds so country. Thank you. <laughs> we give you your flowers. Thank you. <laughs> and we are going to transition to our affirmation. Our affirmation is by Tori. So go ahead, girl. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I am happy to present this affirmation with y'all today. It's it's a it's a multi-affirmation. There's different things in there, but I'll say it all. I'll go ahead and say it all. And I actually got this from Queen of Fools book, Healing Thyself. It's still a great, great book. I definitely recommend it to everybody who's looking for healing, wisdom, enlightenment, and just to live a better life, definitely check that out, Queen of Fool. So the affirmation is, I am a woman of grace and beauty. I am a woman of harmony and balance. I am a woman of supreme love. I am a woman of vision and purpose. Why do I feel like I'll, okay, there we go. Why do I feel like I'll ban right now? Namaste. Yes, namaste. <laughs> and with that, y'all, we're going to end on a note of thank y'all for following this podcast. Thank y'all for being who you are. Thank you for being your authentic self. And don't forget to clarify. Put some clarity on that thing when we wrap up. And also, don't forget to put some soul in your marketing. And so mm-hmm. with that, um, before we head out, Tori, please tell everyone where to find you. Yes, if you want to um, follow me, join the tribe, you can check me out on Instagram at Soulful Media Inc. And 
Also, you can check me out and join the High Vibe Tribe for Soulful Business Queens on Facebook. We have a Facebook group over there and it's called High Vibe Tribe. Or if you want to check out my services or products, check out my website at soulfulmediamarketing.com. Thanks y'all again for having me. I appreciate y'all so much. It's always so much fun and love and light when I come here. Keep up the good work. Y'all deserve y'all flowers too because y'all been doing this thing for a while, okay? And I just want to let y'all know that we see y'all, the community sees y'all, the women in podcasting, the women in business sees y'all, and uh, we're here for each other, and I'm here for y'all, and so I am here to support y'all, and I love y'all. Okay. Tears coming down my back, y'all know I'm emotional sometimes. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we love that, and y'all um, check us out. You can check us out Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Every Wednesday, we're dropping a new episode, and with that, we, oh, also check out all naysays at the blog where you can find it at where'smodelblueprintpod.com with that we are over and out thank you Tori girl thank you y'all be good peace, peace out <laughs>